Here's Gobert. Second free throw, no good. Draymond with a box out on the board. That's your ball game, and somehow, someway, the Golden State Warriors have won. There is nothing certain in the NBA anymore. It's all madness. Jordan Poole's got to put on the headset. He's got to put the towel over the head. Got to do it right. Got to do it right. Got to have the towel over the the, uh, the head first. And then the headset. Yeah. And now he's going to... What happened? Sign an autograph here for a fan. Go. No problem. Very nice. <laughs> Jordan Poole with Chris DeMarco, Warriors assistant coach. Jordan, what a crazy game. Yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> How hard was it to keep coming back in this one with you guys you know, down by 21 in the first half, down by 17 in the third, down by 16 twice in the fourth quarter? I mean, you guys were working uphill all night long. Yeah. Um, we, had, we had good momentum coming, by the, come on, coming out of our last game um, against the Suns. They're a really good team. came with a lot of energy, but... Wiggs hit a huge, an absolutely huge walk-up three, and Clay hit three, two, three threes right after that. That really just gave us life. That put us down by four, and we were just able to make a really good push, uh, made some shots, and then we were able to get some stops down the stretch against a really, really good team. How important do you think this is to, to build off that game in Phoenix? And even though they obviously you guys have some things you're going to want to clean up out of this one, but to somehow rally and get this win. Um... And we just got to keep going. Obviously, it's playoff atmosphere, and we love playing in front of our home fans. They bring so much energy for us, and um, we just got to keep it going. We got to keep it going. We got a couple more games left us at the playoffs, and um, even though we got some things to clean up, we can, uh, we can still be in a really good position. Hey, Jordan, what adjustments did you guys make with about nine and a half minutes left to go in the fourth? The penetration was killing you guys when they scored. Yeah. It was penetrate, layup, penetrate, kick, and yeah. that's what they did to start the fourth quarter. What did you guys do, and what did you say to one another, like, hey, let's keep these guys in front of us, make it tough on them? Yeah, that's what it was. We just told ourselves we need to buckle down and guard. Draymond came over to the sideline, and he gave us a um, – he really picked us up. He gave us a lot of energy. Um, he gave us a lot of energy, and then we were able to really just kind of just lock up and buckle down for those last four minutes and 30 seconds, and it was used for our win. Are you getting uh, are you getting used to kind of being a guy now? Like they count on, they're counting on you for buckets and make plays, get to the free throw line, yeah. find guys. Yeah. Is that something you feel, you, I mean, obviously you feel comfortable with it. We can see that. Is that a process getting to that point? Um, I mean, yeah, everything's a process, but it just feels really good to go out there and, um, you know, be able to have a team allowing you to make plays for everybody else. Um, and then being able just to execute, you know, that takes a lot of trust with guys like Andre and Draymond and Clay and, um, they also know that I'm willing just to make the right play, yep. and I'm willing to get our team in a situation to win, and, um, and it's amazing. It's amazing feeling you work so hard for this and being able to have the trust of those guys is all I really wanted. Post-game interview and high-fiving fans on I the know. way out. Yeah, I, know. I never, I never face this way. I always face the other way. <laughs> hey, Jordan, you guys outscored them 24-4 to win, man. What a job. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks, Jordan. Still having trouble wrapping my head around this game. We'll try to do it here. 111-107. Warriors with a win. Utah scored zero points over a stretch of five minutes and 53 seconds from the 7.54 mark to the 2.01 mark of the fourth quarter. The Warriors shut them down at that point. Their defense stiffened. We mentioned the shot 
differential. They ended up taking only four more shots than the Warriors. Warriors went through the second half with only one turnover. And they end up winning the game. Clay Thompson was fantastic, 24 in the second half. Our postgame guest, Jordan Poole, was really good. And as Tom, you pointed out, they're relying on him now to score points. They need him to score points. They need him to make plays. They need him to score. They need him to distribute. They need him to get to the free throw line. They, they need him to, to do what Steph did. And he doesn't do it exactly like Steph, of course, but that's kind of what they need because that's not Clay's game. Clay's catch and shoot, catch and fire. Jordan has some wiggle to his game, and he can handle the ball, and he can make plays. And that falls on him without Steph being there. So you can tell he's very comfortable uh, with the role. But in these type of situations, it, you grow up in these type of situations. And, boy, has he grown up a lot in the yeah. last uh, in the last month or so. But, like, I, if you're trying to explain this game, I don't know that you can explain it because this is probably a 10% shot at winning a game like this. Because if you need clay and jordan to hit all those threes to get back in the game and hope they go nine and a half minutes with four points then well that's probably not going to happen very often but they really stop the penetration they don't get angry don't drive angry no uh, just <laughs> our, our tv brother make make this a parade it's a parade in and out of this room that's why we don't focus on them we focus on each other i know just look me in the eyes <laughs> No, I deep don't in my look. eyes. I will not look in your <laughs> eyes. I can't do that. They're going to be like little like woo. But look, you can tell it's an emotional game. We're already off the rails. It's just like <laughs> no, but it really it started with the defense. Yeah, it, it did. I mean, they stopped penetration. They stopped that. It, look, here's what happened in the fourth quarter. The first three minutes, it was layup, layup. Penetration three, penetration three. Right. That's what it was. You collapse the defense, kick it out, collapse the defense, kick it out. Don't collapse the defense. Well, we'll just lay it up. And after that, they stopped letting them get to the rim. Right. They stopped penetration. So the defense didn't have to collapse. So you're able to guard the ball because it's on the perimeter. Guys are able to get in a good defensive posture stance and stay in front of the uh, their, their player. When you break the defense down, you're not able to do that. Now, I will say this. You're not going to see a lot of uh, games where, and as good as Jordan shoots, as good as Clay shoots, even when Steph's back, you're just not going to see as many games where threes just rain down like that one after the other, after the other, after the other. You kind of catch fire. So that was probably a little out of the ordinary, even though they can all shoot. But what wasn't out of the ordinary was them staying in front of the Jazz for really, I don't want to say the first time of the night, but consistently, they didn't do it for two minutes. They didn't do it for three. They did it for like five or six minutes. And they just said, look, if you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us with tough shots. The Jazz bailed them out a couple times with some untimely turnovers as far as the Jazz are concerned. But it was, uh, it, it's weird because I look at this, I'm like, well, how do I feel about this team like going forward with this win? It shows you what they can do, but they also needed to be a little bit fortunate to come through this with a victory. So I think that's what Warrior fans look at when they look at this team. Like, I know what they can be when they're at their best, 
but it's been so inconsistent over the last couple months where it's like, oh, there it is, now it's gone. And that's in the course of a game. I'm not even talking about, oh, it was there for four or five games and it's gone for like four or five games. I'm talking the course of the game. You're like, God, what, what happened? What happened to this team? And you're like, oh, there they are. And if you can get the, the, the hey, there they are team for the better part of the playoffs, then the Warriors are in great shape. Obviously, they can beat anybody. There's no team I look at and say they can't beat in a seven-game series right. when it's the Warriors firing on all cylinders. Problem is, they just haven't been firing on all cylinders. And tonight was, I will say, I, I said I wanted to see him build on, on, on the last game. I, they kind of did, kind of didn't. Really? They did. Well, I mean, they did for six minutes. They didn't for 42 minutes. So I don't know what they that held, means. They held the Jazz to 1 of 14 shooting over the last seven minutes. They're not yep. going to do that every night to every yep. team. But my contention is they have to be that, that especially without the – they don't have size. So they have to be that scrappy team. I agree. They have to be the team that's in there. And when the, the shot goes up, there's you know guys looking for rebounds, putting bodies on yep. people, diving for loose balls, you know disrupting – passing lanes and things like that, they have to be that team. Because if not, they're not going to be successful. Yep. Uh, they can't, you know, back in the day, they could have an off night defensively and funnel people to Bogut and yep. things would be fine. Yep. But that that's not this team. They have to play that way to win against good teams. Oh, I totally agree with you. The question is, can they? Can they consistently enough to, to beat the teams? Do they have to shoot their way out of holes? Do they, if, this, if this is a team that is just relying on shooting their way to victory, it's not going to work. Right. It just isn't going to work. And that was a big part of them coming back tonight. They're not that team anymore that was, like, uh, the best offensive team in the league. They're just – they're not. They're a better de- – when they're at their best, they're a better defensive team than offensive team. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So that's where they kind of got to hang their hat. It can't be offense feeding the defense. It's got to be defense feeding the offense. So – Again, I don't know what this game means in the large scheme of things other than the standings, and you're now up on Dallas, and probably Dallas will be favored in their remaining games other than Milwaukee, and the Warriors are definitely going to be favored in, the, in their remaining games, uh, I would think, although who knows how they're going to play the back-to-backs. I don't know how they're going to deal, deal with that either, but I don't think it makes that much difference. Just more consistency on, on the defensive end down the stretch, and you're looking at a team that I believe, again, could beat anybody in a seven-game series, but it, it, the margin for error certainly isn't what it used to be. Yeah, and it, it you know, the margin for error, especially with step out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that, absolutely. That margin gets a little wider when 30 comes about. No doubt about it, but again, we're still talking about offense versus defense. I mean, right. It's still got to be the defense, whether step absolutely. comes back or not. Your offense is going to take a bump, no doubt. And the lineup with Clay, Steph, and, 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 and Jordan Poole is a formidable one offensively. But you know how it is in the defense or on the, in the playoffs. It slows down a little bit. It becomes a little more half court. Bum, bum. I'm not really sure why. Bum, bum. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said, why, why does it have to? Why can't we just run in the playoffs? And nobody wants to, like, ah, run, it's be like, free. Isn't it like everyone just resigns themselves to, yeah. uh-huh. ah, well, you know, it's more of a half-court game. And it's like, well, does it have to be? Can't we just run like you used to in the, re- in the regular season? It's, a, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Eh, it's a half-court, so we'll just play half-court. So, anyway, 
But, yeah, I mean, two, two, one win, one loss. Uh, again, I, I almost in a weird way feel better about the Phoenix game than I do this one, even though they won this one, just because I thought they played better, more consistently against Phoenix. Like tonight, tonight, again, it was like 42 minutes you got outplayed, and you outplayed them in a landslide in six minutes and ended up winning the game. So go figure. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, um, I mean, to some things are just like you just kind of shake your head. You know, and, and, and <laughs> you know, the other part about this is that there were, you know, this, this game affects so many other teams. Denver's thrilled. Dallas is going, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, they're going, really? <laughs> really, Utah? Are you <laughs> serious? I mean, um, so this affects a lot of teams. I mean, crazy as it sounds, they still have a shot to finish third. Like they have a game lead now on Dallas. I think they might. They might. I, I think they. I think right now, I would make them favorite for yeah. the for the three spot just because they're going to be favored in their last four games. But I don't know how Steve will play the back to backs. Right. He exactly. may rest some guys. He may. He, he may. I don't know who's playing tomorrow. We'll, we'll have I to wait and An- see. I know Andre is not playing tomorrow. I think he said that in the pregame press yep. conference. Pretty so sure about that. Who, who knows uh, how it's going to play out? But I think right now I would make the Warriors a slight favorite to finish in the uh, in the three hole. So I don't know. Wow. Sometimes you get games where you just want to go. Yeah, that's one of them tonight. Explain it. I can't. Just go watch it. So. Are you calm down now? We got you calm? Yeah, I'm trying to get calm because I got to drive my daughter, my wife, and, and two of uh, my daughter's boyfriend's mother and our neighbor home tonight. So I got to get, get mentally ready for that process. <laughs> I don't know. I, look, I don't want to get caught in the middle here, okay? Uh, I just want to catch that. I don't want to catch crossfire. So yeah. I just want to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, Gabby, she's a, she's a yes, wild cat. Yes, she is. Bear she's down, a Gabby. Wild cat. So absolutely. So, home for a visit, always good. So, oh, it's uh, at, at, it's great having the kids home. Oh, it really is, especially best. when they're they're of drinking age. Oh yeah, it's the yeah. best. Yeah. Right? See, Gabby yeah. laughed. She thought that was especially, funny. Especially when you know I have a, I have a back to back and two early games, and her friends come over. Yeah, great. What a joy. <laughs> You know, again, as always, it's always when your kids get to a certain age, it's so much fun to embarrass them. It's just, it's just, nothing is better than that. Yeah, but then they're better at bar- and embarrassing you, too. Yeah, they can. You got to be careful with that. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, yeah. You, know, you, you don't want to catch yourself always having to look over your shoulder. Well, uh, she's pointed out to me in the past that, she, you know, when I get to a, to a certain age, she's going to be the one taking care of me, so I got to be really good with that. So, Ooh. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Just give me a call if you're stranded out in the desert somewhere. <laughs> I'll come get you. I'm between Tucson and Yuma. I don't know where I am. I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sorrow out here, a cactus. That's all I see. Oh, That's man. it. Oh, oh man. man. So you, yeah, you're right. You're in. Uh, you're in Sacramento tomorrow. Sacramento. What, what was it? The, they used to play for a trophy, right? Remember they had the the Causeway was like the I-80 series. The I-80. Uh, Did they? Yeah. There was when like a, back when I was in Sacramento. When I was playing with the Warriors? Yeah. I don't remember that trophy. There was some sort of trophy, the I-80 series or something like that. Well, so. I, you're going to have to let me know when that uh, that took place because I, I don't – there's I have no recollection of that trophy. Uh, it's probably in somebody's basement right now. Somebody's 
somebody's shed. Well, whoever yeah. thought of that, oh, whoever I, thought, thought of that trophy should be jailed. Not surprisingly, I'm getting the hook side from our state. Are you? Yes. It's over. <laughs> We're talking about a trophy we may or may not have known existed. <laughs> What kind of trophy would you like to talk about? Those are the best kind of trophies. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, let's let RC Man, do his thing. What a crazy game. RC's, Just crazy. What a RC's big one had for the it dubs. with us. He's done. All right. He's like, let's go. I'll see you uh, Thursday. Thursday night, Lakers. Thursday. All right, Tim.